0: Episode 71, Moon P. Jug and Hobbs. So I got an idea from the Queen's funeral the other day. Uh, They had a team of horses pulling a trailer which, uh, you know, was hauling the body of the Queen. And you may have seen it on TV. Uh, They do that with all kinds of big-name people, right, especially political people that run countries, you know. And then eventually there's a funeral and they broadcast it live if you're a big enough name. And, man, the Queen's been a big enough name. Think about living your entire life under one president.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Well, I told you on the phone the other day that my stepfather is the same age as the Queen. He's also 96, and he remembers when it was the other guy. He remembers before the Queen, when the Queen actually was coronated.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. You know, what? another thing that's crazy I just remembered, we can't have any edits this week.
1: I listened to the podcast last week. Aren't you proud of me? And uh, good job. Uh, (laughs) I remember we ended with that no editing. And I was like, Oh, this might be a bad idea.
0: So let's not talk all over each other today. Let's focus. And let's get back to the story at hand about the queen and the horses and the casket and all that. I steal the idea from her that I, after I pass, I'm going to have seven urns i want these seven urns to be see-through plastic or plexiglass or whatever and then i want the red nebraska logo from the football team on the urn and then i want all seven of the urns to be taken into my celebration of life with a team of horses So I'm going to have a little trailer pulling all my seven herds into my celebration of life, which uh, I wanted to have at a place that my stepdaughter got married. And she said, I don't want your funeral service to be where I got married. That was the happiest day of my life. Now you're taking me back and you're going to ruin all that. And I'm like, let it go.
1: Let it go. She got married there. What do you mean? Let it go. (laughs) that's a big ask
0: yeah so just imagine here I come up in my uh, with my team of horses did you know I'm recording my own funeral I know this sounds kind of really weird I'm recording just like we're doing now using this same uh, streaming service I'm going to record my own funeral I have five songs that will be sprinkled throughout that probably 25 to 30 minute show that it'll be my last show ever. So you will arrive and you'll park, you'll go into the venue. You're going to get a little program and inside the program will be the lyrics of the songs that I will include in the service so that when we get to that part of the service, while the song is playing, there's just going to be pictures of me and my family and those I love the most being shown on big screens and all the fun we had together
1: and then moon's (laughs) just floating above watching everybody cry his his spirit you know he's judging the turnout
0: oh and did i mention all those that are in attendance will receive a free edible
1: now there you go (laughs) i want to be one of the people with the four grand but i will settle for the edible (laughs) is this like in the church basement that oh. would be awesome. Next to like the casserole. Just don't tell anybody.
0: So uh, there you go. Uh, You've learned a lot about me today. So far, you know that I have seven trips for the seven I love most. Going seven different places with my ashes. The places are stunning. You should go there.
1: Do I want to know the seven places? Of course I do. I want to okay. absolutely know what trips other people are going to be taking at your behest.
0: <laughs> with my four grand piece. Yes. Um, there's going to be Cemetery Beach in Grand Cayman. You have to walk through a cemetery to get to the beach. You need to look it up. You can walk about a half a mile into the ocean and it's still only waist deep.
1: Oh, fun.
0: It is amazing. Cool. Another one would be uh, in Key West, Florida. There's uh, a little place there that I have instructed my family member where to dump me. There is... Uh, a cruise that my wife will be taking not to dump me there she's going to keep me and then eventually her ashes will be added with mine in a place yet to be determined Uh, i'm going to have some of my ashes spread over my mom and dad in a little cemetery in the middle of nowhere in nebraska
1: so who pulls that straw the one who's like everybody else gets to go somewhere fabulous you get to go to nebraska
0: to a cemetery
1: to a cemetery here you go your luxury accommodations await
0: yep this is my brother's trip and he only has to drive a half a mile because <laughs> he's, he's got go to go to
1: the fence that's not <laughs> fair he should get the cayman trip
0: he's not going anywhere i can't get him to visit me check this out he came up here one time in 20 years he came to houston one time in 10 i told him the other day are you ever going to see me before i die I said, I'll take care of everything. We'll have a good time. We'll eat some good food. And I said, you know, for 72 hours, you can just get away. And he said, I'm busy. And I said, holy balls. I'm going to keep asking until he cracks. I
1: I respect his boundaries. That's good. No, I'm busy for eternity. (laughs) I am busy for any 72 hour period.
0: Let's see. uh, Where else am I going? Oh, the 13th hole. At Arrowhead Golf Club in Denver, Colorado, on the green, it's gorgeous. You can see eagles, deer, you know, elk. Everything. It's God, is it beautiful? I don't know if you've ever been to Colorado Springs, but it looks just like Garden of the Gods. I mean, Colorado is arguably my favorite state. I love that place. I wish I lived there, but I'm really firmly implanted here. Oh, oh, my sister gets the best one, I think. She's going to take me to the Nebraska football stadium and she's going to dump me out on the 50 yard line on a day that there's not a game
1: and get arrested.
0: She probably will.
1: Yeah. You got to double her up. You know, the money you're saving on your brother, you could just slide it over to her (laughs) for some representation.
0: I I told her just pay the fine. (laughs) So there you've learned a lot about me in the first, what are we at? 12 minutes of the podcast. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Nebraska football, oop, got to talk about this because it's, it goes to show you where people's heads are at these days when it comes to f- football and sports and education, okay? When Nebraska hired their last football coach, they paid him $35 million. He had zero luck. Our team has fallen completely apart. He went to the university after losing so many games, and he says, you know something? I don't need $5 million a year. You can pay me $4 million. Okay, So we gave back a million dollars. And then he said, my buyout was 20 million. Let's take that down to 15 million if you don't fire me before October 1st, seven and a half after that. And the university's like, fine. Okay. So we lost our last game. They pulled the trigger now and yeah. paid 15, or they could have waited two weeks and paid seven and a half. But they thought it was that important. That they fired him two weeks early for seven and a half million dollars.
1: Seven and a half million—it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted a divorce. They're like, "I'm done. Get your shit. Get out."
0: Ooh, and then Amazon Prime picks up Thursday night football in the NFL now—that's a whole new deal. And we—we've been watching a lot of TV, as you might imagine. I mean, football is a big thing around here. As a matter of fact, we just got a new TV. Uh, We're hanging it in a room that I've called the Sistine Chapel. This is the room that my wife doesn't want my wheelchair getting the carpet dirty on.
1: We talked about this last week, the room you're not allowed, the the room you're allowed to pay for, but not go in
0: 12 years. I've never been in it. (laughs) It's terrible. Here's what we're going to be watching on the new TV in the Sistine Chapel. The patient. Oh my God. On Hulu. It's so good with Steve Carell. You've been watching it too.
1: I told you I would catch up before the podcast. So I watched it right before. This is really good. God, I feel like, was it like a movie? And then they're just like, screw it. We're just going to make it in like 20 minute bursts because it is short.
0: 25 minute episodes, including commercials.
1: And the commercial breaks are short. They're about a minute and a half, but still it's short. It's like 20 minutes.
0: And you don't need much more than that because every episode at the end, you're like, No, don't stop. No, I need to know. And then you got to wait a week. I know. Because they're all coming out on Monday nights at 11 o'clock at night.
1: And you're just going to be there. Just smiles in your new room with your legs up watching a psychopath.
0: Uh, Let's talk about other things on television. How about the Emmy Awards? you watch them? Nah. I don't ever watch award shows because what it basically is it reinforces that I haven't seen 90% of the nominees and that I have no clue when they thank anybody who any of those people even are.
1: That's how I feel. I agree. I'm, I'm, and they're like, Oh, and I have to thank blah, blah, blah. And then the speeches make no sense. And it's I never stupid. saw you in the show anyway. So I have no bearing.
0: Uh, the reason that we watched it the other night was because it was on before the football game. Hmm. And I figured, why don't we watch the Emmys for a while? Because my wife kind of likes, um, you know, shows like that. And then that way with YouTube TV, you can fast forward 15 seconds at a time during commercials on a football game. And you can watch a three-hour football game in about an hour and five minutes. Love It's that. amazing. Yep. As soon as the tackle starts, click, click, and you're already at the next step. Nice. It's great. I love it. Uh, but here was the thing about the Emmys this time that I kind of liked. My show's one. Outstanding drama series, Succession.
1: Mm, that's
0: good. Love that show. Now, are they going to do another season? Much talk, no contracts. We'll see. Uh, but the other ones, I mean, Better Call Saul was a great, great series. Uh, Ozark, are they still calling that new? because it's not. Most well, of these shows are, you know, they've been out a long time.
1: But That's how they work, though. isn't? Aren't they nominated for the work that they did the previous year? Yes. Right. So it would be part of 2021 as well.
0: So it might have been during the last season of Ozark.
1: Well, probably, because they just dropped that new... That was this year.
0: God, I love that show. Yeah. Did you see Squid Game?
1: I like horror movies and weird stuff and all that, but... The trailers for it looked too weird for me. I just no interest. And then people talked about what was going on. I'm like, I don't know. I already have enough really terrible stuff in my brain. I don't need more.
0: I did not like the fact that a show that was in another language and you had to, you know, read the captions. I loved the premise of the game and God, was it brutal. I mean, some of the stuff in there, I'm thinking, wow, who came up with that?
1: I'm Um, surprised you enjoyed that. That's not usually your your genre. Well, you just said you really didn't.
0: I didn't. I finished it at the urging of somebody that keeps pushing all the time. Well, you got to keep going. If you just go one more episode, you have people like that in your life?
1: Yes. Who are those friends and those people, those pushers? Like you told them firmly, no, I don't like this. And then they just push, push, push.
0: That's like me asking my brother to travel. Right. Right. You And I thought about this the other day. Okay. So I'm aware that he doesn't want to travel, but yet I continue to ask, which probably makes it even worse. Well,
1: oh, sorry. He's telling you what he wants though. And you're saying, no, this is what I want.
0: I'm going to tell him, I don't want you here. Right. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding comedy series, Ted Lasso loved it can't wait for more of it it made me feel good every single time i watched it
1: yeah i missed it i didn't watch it everybody says it's good i haven't seen it yet
0: it's really fun it's one of those things that's just so easy to watch and when you get done you're like i feel happier Mm. instead of you know oh my god what's next what's who's the serial killer gonna boil this time abbott elementary was nominated it's really cute Uh, The lady that won an award for that, I can't come up with their name right now, sang her acceptance speech, which was absolutely really amazing and quite funny. Uh, Hacks didn't win for Outstanding. And we both loved Hacks.
1: I did. I think it's great. Abbott Elementary is funny, but it's also funny in the traditional sitcom way, whereas Hacks covers a lot of stuff that... I've never really seen covered topic wise before in in such a way. So it's pretty, it's got a lot of brutal dialogue in it. So I, I can see why
0: the white Lotus, did you watch it? No. Outstanding limited series. Wow. I, it won all kinds of awards and nominations. I had no idea. It made me uh, curious and I'll probably watch that. And another one that I really want to see is dope sick. That's good. Is it good? Is that about fentanyl?
1: It's about Oxycontin and it is about the company behind the pushing of the increases in dosages and the unethical behavior. They knew that this was a problem for a long time and kind of the cover up, but Michael Keaton is in it and his character is amazing. Michael Keaton is still hands down one of my favorite actors of all time, but he's really, really good. This is one of the best acting jobs he's done.
0: He won the Emmy for it. He
1: should. He should have won the Emmy for that. That was a fantastic performance.
0: People told me I look like him. And I brought that up to my wife. And she said, yeah, like 40 years ago. Oh, and I'm like going, holy God, that was like cut clear to the bone marrow.
1: Owie, I'm going to take my little feelings and wheel out of here. Ouch.
0: Uh, That's uh, uh, scrolling through some of these others. There's so many of these I didn't see. I saw Killing Eve. It was good. Uh, the Morning Show was nominated. Love that.
1: I don't have Apple.
0: Oh, Outstanding Supporting Actors. There's like four of them from uh, Succession and Severance. I didn't see Severance, did you?
1: I didn't. And, you know, I'm getting frustrated by this segment. And I'll tell you why. Because I feel like I'm nonstop watching TV. And now I feel like I'm not in the know at all. <laughs> I haven't seen any of this. Really? Yeah, I need to, I guess, Lotus, what was it, White Lotus? I'll check that out.
0: That's supposed to be amazing. Did you see Barry with Bill Hader?
1: I did see season one and season two, and I will tell you, I should circle back to it. I don't know why I jumped off of it, but there is an episode where a drug dealer is lecturing another drug dealer about how he is not following the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, which is a uh, like a, a love and self mastery book. And so he's admonishing him for um, not honoring his word. And uh, he does it with with the tools of a, a self-help book that I've read. So I found it very funny.
0: That's pretty good. I was shocked that Martin Short and uh, Steve Martin didn't get anything for only murders in the building, but really? their part of the Emmys was to, uh, you know, be a presenter, mm-hmm. and that was the that was the highlight of the entire broadcast. The three of them were great. Gene Smart did win Outstanding Lead Actress Four Hacks later on in the night. Tell you what, are you watching anything else that's new or fun or?
1: Well, I'm only watching one of the most popular series prequels. Come on. It's House of Dragons.
0: I know a lot of people talking about that. And how many, it's just one season so far, right?
1: This is a prequel. This is 172 years before where basically Game of Thrones starts. So this is the storyline of one of the main characters. Her family was the most powerful Uh, family in Westeros or in in basically the world and they have dragons. That's why it's called house of dragon. And they, it sounds like what's going to happen is the empire is going to suffer and they're going to eventually lose it all. And so we're kind of watching that unfold, but where we join this series uh, they're kind of at the, the height of their power, but things are starting to become unsettled. They pretty much had no sex in like the last two seasons of game of thrones. And I was disappointed.
0: And now they're catching up.
1: Yeah, there's some, at least we're getting some brothel action. We're getting some, yeah, we're getting some wieners.
0: <laughs> you know I'm going to play that part back soon.
1: I know you are, but I, uh, this is how I feel. This is how I feel. That's why I liked Game of Thrones. It was it was raunchy. And then they made it all kind of Disney. I hate that. We're getting some wieners.
0: Ooh, you got your two questions with Putin?
1: You know I do. I'm always prepared. I am a, uh, I'm a serious journalist.
0: I got a question for him I'll start with. You ready?
1: Lay it on me, brother.
0: What is your favorite cut of meat?
1: We're getting some wieners. Mm. Mm. Uh,
0: We went to Porterhouse Steakhouse Mm -hmm. and had a black and blue ribeye that was absolutely unbelievable. It tasted amazing. A lot of times ribeye can be a fattier cut and, you know, it's like prime rib, really good. A lot of fat, a lot of flavor. And I wondered what Vladimir, uh, you know, is he a steak guy? You think he's more of a vegan? I don't see him being a vegan.
1: We're getting some wieners. He seems like he would like it raw or bloody. Or he's one of those guys that drives me nuts that like everything is super well done. Like it's, it's cooked too much.
0: Do you put any sauces on your steak?
1: No, that's a sin. That's a bad steak if you got to put sauce on it. Uh-uh. Nope. Just seasoning like a little rub. Um, the boyfriend makes a... I got him a smoker, and the kids chipped in for Father's Day for and birthday for him, and he makes a smoked beef tenderloin, and that is amazing. You can cut it with a fork. It is so good.
0: Ooh, that sounds good right now. Yeah. Second question with Putin. Would you be bold enough to admit that you were the one in the car that farted. Huh? I love that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> have
1: you ever uttered the phrase, whoever smelt it, dealt it? Has yeah. anybody said that to you? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I was thinking of that today, and I'm thinking, do you think he would or not?
1: Well, and no one's going to call him on it. No one's <laughs> going to be like, would you have eggs? Yeah. Like Sandwich
0: <laughs> uh, Okay. So those are my two questions. Your turn.
1: All right. I love it. Um, I've been thinking a lot about motivational speeches because he's probably having to deliver some to his troops because apparently the Ukrainians have retaken a large section of their country that the Russians invaded and it's looking like defeat for Putski. But you know, here's the thing. He's a big fan of Tony Robbins. I don't know if you know that, you know, no, And uh, yeah, oh, he loves motivational speeches. So I want to know what kind of a motivational speech he has prepared for the guys. And if he were actually to become a motivational speaker, what would the name of his first book be? There's a lot of people in that field. You got to stick out.
0: I think he would use fear.
1: Shoot the stragglers. Okay. Uh. (laughs) The second question is, and this is very serious. I actually really, really, this is not a silly question. I want to know the answer to this one does he carry a suicide pill because I've heard of that where like you know you know too much and if it gets too close and you're worried do you have a backup plan do you have a suicide pill
0: where do you get those
1: I don't know but one thing I want to know too is why are they always glass in movies like can't you get a capsule
0: make it an edible
1: make it an edible make it easy I broke my sobriety kind of, Uh oh. but not really, but kind of, but I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay. I went to a barbecue, lovely, lovely. And I know these people very well. They're all very kind. Showed up, have a little six pack of non-alcoholic beer, put it in the fridge. No one says anything, right? It's totally cool. And, of course, there's food. And, you know, I'm the same as Moon. Like, oh, wait, I got to see what's cooking up here in the kitchen, especially because I don't drink. Like, I I find, like, if I have things to eat, then it makes it a little less awkward while I'm talking to people. Anyway, so there's this cute little cut-up watermelons with, like, little toothpicks and stuff in them. And I picked it up, and I was like, oh, it's good. And I had kind of a weird flavor to it. And she's like, oh, don't you love those? They have vodka. I'm like, oh, crap. So I only had one. I'm like, dang it. I'm like, why is it? I mean, but also I should have asked because I wasn't, I wasn't Hudson. So, I mean, they just, you know, it it really doesn't matter if the, if the booze is next to the kid's food, it really doesn't, you know, and I didn't even really taste the vodka, but I immediately went downstairs and told my boyfriend what happened. And I'm like, like, I'm not resetting my calc my calculator. I'm not resetting my days. That does not count. I did not try to do that.
0: That's what happened to me in Austin, Texas. Actually, it's Fredericksburg, Texas, when somebody uh, put booze in my Virgin Pina Colada and I took a big old swig of it and I'm like thinking, whoa, I knew it before it got down the gullet and I spewed Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I got rid of it. Oh, it's talking about sobriety. Did you know Steven Tyler now is out of uh, treatment? They had to cancel, you know, right after they got a residency there. They had to cancel because Steven lost his stuff again, which he has a hundred times. He's yeah. 74 years old right now. And these guys are still killing it in Vegas. And uh, he had some health related issues that required some pain meds. The next thing you know, he's completely gone. And what he said during his first show back, which by the way, they said he was amazing. He said, it's either too much or, or too little all the time. And I'm a big fan of too much.
1: Right? Me too.
0: Yep. Go big or go home.
1: Well, did you see the Elvis movie? You have HBO, right? It's I, I do, think but it, I haven't it's seen on it. HBO. And it's gives more, it's a dramatization, but it gives more of the Colonel Tom Parker side of the story, the guy who kind of you know steered Elvis's career. And it is played by, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Tom Hanks. And they do a really good job of transforming him into that character. I just can only see Tom Hanks because he's just such a big star. But he always takes me out of movies because I just, anyway. Um, But it was interesting to get that background and how he got trapped into that contract in Las Vegas. And he he tried to get out of it and get out of it and get out of it. And so I think those residencies can be really dangerous. And if you want to talk about a city because you lived in Vegas. I lived in Vegas for a while. If you've got any demons, that is not your town. That there is something to indulge every demon all day, all night in that town.
0: Now, what I did learn after living there for a while was that if you learn to live in Vegas like a resident and not a tourist, you'll be okay. Because there are suburban areas that are just like any other suburban area. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you don't ever have to go down to the Strip you know no, no. and if you want to play cards or something there's mom and pop places all over the place
1: you don't realize that it's it's so much bigger than just the strip and yeah you really don't have to most people that are residents absolutely try to avoid this trip at all costs because it's just yeah. like trying to drive through Bloomington at five o'clock at night like why would you if you don't have to but uh yeah there's beautiful my girlfriend lived out there and I was staying with her when I was thinking about moving out there and her daughter went to school there and it was lovely school it was beautiful and they had like open air classrooms and stuff and halls I'm like I wish I had this when I was a kid man yeah. can you imagine yeah. that in Minnesota all the little frostbitten children
0: Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida.
1: Yeah, this guy, this character. Is,
0: he's moving migrants, and they're basically dropping them off at prominent Democrats' houses. <laughs>
1: I saw that, and you know what? I like how you can give a guy a ride for that and not one to work. Okay, <laughs>
0: you sure? Oh my god!
1: You're gonna bleep this, but who the f- do these people think that they are? I I, I can't believe we're this stupid as a country. I cannot believe we're this dumb that these guys (laughs) these tactics would work and fire people up. I just okay, I'll be quiet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I'll
1: I'll really get the conspiracy theories going too because you know what? I am a judge uh, an election judge for Ramsey County and I just got my assignment for the midterms the other day. So I will uh, I will be keeping all the ballots. I'm going to bring my own shredder.
0: I think a lot of times adults just sleep better alone.
1: Well, it, it's true. It's called a, and I hate to use this term, and I wish there was a better one, but it, well, it's a sleep separation, essentially. And I know that that was the arrangement for my ex-husband's parents, where it was like, you know, he had sleep apnea really bad and it was difficult for her to sleep. And so they had... Separate bedrooms.
0: I think my oxygen machine, not a CPAP, but an oxygen machine is almost soothing. It's like a white noise kind of a thing.
1: People say that, and that is not soothing. I've heard this <laughs> excuse before. It's like...
0: <sighs> uh, mine sounds, bub-bub, bub-bub, bub
1: Nope. I would throw that thing across the room.
0: Nope. nope. And I try to work drum beats out in between them up, up, but up,
1: Just writing beats while you're trying to go to sleep.
0: <laughs> this is why I never sleep. I'm too busy trying to become a drummer. It's not which too late. I, I did play the drums when I was a kid. I don't think I've really changed any of my patterns in the last couple of decades. What you see is what you get. Uh, you know, my son was over here earlier today, and. uh and my daughter stopped by too. This is the reason I don't move away in the winter anymore because I love seeing my kids. Uh my wife's kids are awesome. They come over too. Uh, the grandkids, I mean, you don't want to miss out on birthdays or you know first day of you know, gym or dance or whatever. She was over here dancing the other day trying to show off her moves. We had to unplug Alexa because we had so many times she played Taylor Swift. <laughs> Oh my God. It's like shut Alexa off. <laughs> and we've never hooked it back up. We, I think my wife hit it from me. I get it. I have this new TV I'm getting can be controlled by Alexa. So I can say Alexa, turn on Fox nine, boom, Turn up the volume. Boom. I, th- I can't wait to do that. Voice activated, not even using a remote. That'll be great.
1: Did you hear about the trend with young kids? Now, how old is your granddaughter?
0: I got one that's nine and one that's almost she will soon be five.
1: Okay. So the five-year-old might really relate to this one. I don't know about the nine-year-old, but I just heard the story. It was about a week ago that um, all these artists on Alexa are experiencing all these downloads because children are speaking into the Alexa and asking them to play poop songs. Oh, God. So any song that's related to poop will come up. And it'll be played. And what happened was this gal who's like a reporter for, I think Buzzfeed or something like that comes down and her, and I think it's like poopy time or poopy something. And like the song is actually got like strong musical beats. There's one guy who does an instrumental of it. And it's just him saying poop to the piano over and over again. And so he notices all of a sudden he's getting all these streams and he's like, where's it coming from? And it's the kids
0: i can tell you a story about my daughter i was on my uh, deck at my last house and i had a hardwired propane um fire pit so i could walk out of my you know, back door onto my deck and i could have a fire pit going in five seconds and i would set out there all the time i had speakers on the house used to sit there and listen to music for hours Just watch the sunsets as long as there were no bugs. It was my hanging place. Well, one time my kids were over at the house and my daughter's bedroom was actually the window close enough that I could look in to see what was going on and the light was on in her room. So I stuck my head around the corner and peeked in and she was on her computer. She had a computer that I didn't put parental controls on. And I could see the most graphic, icky pictures of excrement that you can imagine. I walked inside and I look at the computer and she's on poop.com. Have you looked at poop.com?
1: No, I have not looked at poop.com.
0: If you want to spend a good afternoon. No, I don't. You go to poop.com.
1: No, no. I thought you were going to ask Alexa to play the poopy songs.
0: On YouTube, play me a poop song. do when I'm about to poop. I go to the potty, pull my underwear down. And then I sit and wait, sit and wait, sit and wait until the poop pops down. Awesome. Then I wipe and wipe till brown leaves down. I put it in the potty and flush it down. Bye-bye The remix. Didn't you have a couple of things that you were uh, going to do on stage recently or coming up?
1: Yes. Uh, there's a, an event called Laugh Boat. Laugh Boat is a dinner cruise with comedy, and it leaves from Hudson, Wisconsin. That's going to be the following Friday. I believe that's September 23rd and you can get tickets online. I'm going to share some stuff online with that as well, but you just want to look up laugh boat that's produced by Scott Hanson's brother, Tom Hanson.
0: Nice. You know something? I have to go watch football. There's football on almost every night of the week. Yeah, man. On the nights there aren't, I play back games I've taped. (laughs) I think I'm a bit compulsive.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, it's your joy. You love it. And It's good to watch those kind of things because you know, they don't get old. Every game is different. No two games are the same. So
0: I can say this Buffalo looks amazing. I'm picking them to win it all after one game. That's how good they look. Uh, And I guess we'll give you an update on all things that are cool next week. That would be episode 72. Uh, Share the podcast, like the podcast, tell your friends, tell your mama, uh, you know go tell it on the mountain go sing it in the hills sure. whatever you got to do but get it done moon p Jug and Hobbs.